Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events behind the scenes footage and so much more plus you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon it's in you please be in it visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now that's podcast with an s thanks from kqed From KQD in San Francisco, I'm Alexis Madrigal. My seven-year-old has a favorite saying that we hear at least once a day, I don't know what to do, which it turns out is an amazing way to get other people to lay out some options for stuff to do. And well, after some pandemic weirded summers and our long wet winter, I dare say that the people were ready for the summertime. But what should we do? Do you even remember how to do summer? I'm not sure I do. Luckily, we're going to bring you some experts who can tell you all the fun things, music, movies, tomato festivals, all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned. Get your calendar ready. We're going to fill it out right after this news. Welcome to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Oh, man, it is nearly summer. I'm just over here waxing my white shoes to wear after Memorial Day. I'm freezing extra popsicles. I'm packing a go bag filled with fleece for a trip to Ocean Beach. I'm thinking about going to a music festival for the first time since the Warp Tour in 1999. Yes, after this winter, I am going to summer so hard. To help me figure out how to dive headfirst into summer in slow motion in a pink flamingo bathing suit, I'm joined first by two friends of the show, Gabe Maline, senior editor with KQED Arts and Culture. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Alexis. And we have Azucena Racia, arts and community reporter at Oakland Side. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, Gabe, pretend I have a 10-year-old child, just purely hypothetically, and I haven't done anything fun for a decade, again, purely hypothetically, what are the big tent poles of kind of a Bay Area summer stuff? Oh, man. For a 10-year-old child? No, um, no, no. For me. For me, not having done anything fun in 10 years. For you? Oh, yeah. boy. Um, I don't know where to begin. There's so much. Um, the Stern Grove Festival uh, is uh, happening again this year. Um, there's some incredible headliners there. Uh, Patti Smith, Flaming Lips, Santa Gold, uh, Angelique Kijo. Um, that, of course, is free. Um, uh, we're all very excited about J.J. Fad performing at the Mosswood Meltdown in Mosswood Park in Ooh. Oakland, along with uh, Kathleen Hanna's great band La Tigre, uh, Gravy Train, and ESG. Tell us a little more about Mosswood Meltdown. We can just uh, dilate there for a second. Uh, it's great. It's always hosted by John Waters. Um, it is 
is like sort of like the punk's grown up festival uh, in a way. Um, uh, it's Mosswood Park is a great natural sort of amphitheater like setting for it. Uh, Bikini Kill headlined there last year. It's a very inclusive, uh, very sort of progressive uh, festival. A lot of the problems we see with bigger corporate festivals uh, have been solved by the punks behind Mosswood. Oh, so cool. Um, Azizana, how about you? Um, are you looking forward to any like particular music festivals? You know, obviously the the one music festival that everybody's looking forward to is one Outside Lands, two Hyro Day, of course, on September third, um, and one that isn't necessarily all music, uh, but I think everyone should check out is the Oakland Art and Soul Festival, and that takes place on September third, and that basically takes over that festival takes over downtown Oakland, and it's music, is art, is vendors. It's everything that is amazing about Oakland in, like, one centric place. Yeah. It's also, like, usually warm enough by September 3rd that <laughs> it feels like you want to go hang around outside. Um, just as a little preview for folks, um, we've got uh, the band The 1975 playing the song Happiness. They're going to be um, at Outside Lands. So let's listen. This is the band, the 1975. The song is Happiness. They're playing at Outside Land, which, of course, is one of the really big uh, music festivals. Um, Gabe Moline, um, we've got Bottle Rock. That's coming up in the North Bay, right? Who's at, who's at Bottle Rock this year? That's also this weekend, right? Uh, that is this weekend, yeah. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are probably the big headliner there. Lizzo. Um, Lizzo is the Lizzo, headliner. well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going with the populist picks here, uh, Alexis. Um, uh, also up in Napa is the Blue Note uh, Jazz Festival, which happened uh, last year for the first time, and it's returning this year. It's sort of like the grown and sexy uh, jazz festival mm. um, with jazz and a lot of hip-hop. Um, it's got headliners Mary J. Blige, Nas, Chance the Rapper, um, Rakim, Madlib, Diggable Planets. It's all thrown together by Robert Glasper, the keyboard player. Um, that is uh, up in Napa in late July. Late. And of course, I don't know, you know, this 1975 fellow I've heard is a minor figure that is associated with our reigning queen, uh, Taylor Swift, um, which brings us to giant tours that are coming to the Bay Area. Taylor Swift, of course, Beyonce, both at Levi Stadium, um, The Cure this weekend, Alicia Keys at Oakland Arena, Blackpink at Oracle Park, Lionel Richie's coming to Chase Center, Melanie Martinez, Larry June, Weezer. I'm taking my daughter to see Weezer. She's oh, of wow. that age now. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> so uh, keep your eyes peeled for a bunch of giant tours, too. Does the uh, the sweater song still work for uh, kids that age? She has learned how to play it on the guitar. I'm oh, very proud. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about things to do around the Bay Area this summer after our beautiful, long, wet winter. Uh, we're joined by Gabe Moline, Senior Editor with KQED Arts and Culture, and Azucena Rasilla, Arts and Community Reporter with Oakland Side. We'd love to hear from you. What are you most looking forward to doing this summer in the Bay Area? Is it going to see Lizzo? Is it going to see Taylor Swift? Is it just, you know, going for long runs out uh, in the East East Bay where it actually gets hot? You can give us a call. The number is 866-733-6786. We want to hear your Bay Area summer tradition. The number is 
888-789-6786. The email is forum at kqed.org. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're KQED Forum. Um, as I say, now, I have a, a Bay Area summer tradition, and it is that the second there's a day where it's going to be like 61 and foggy in Oakland, but it's going to be like 80 in Lafayette, I go through the tunnel, I go out to like Briones or any of those big parks out there, and I like hike and go running, and I feel like I get a dose of real summer. <laughs> Even though it seems unreal, it could be 15 or 20 degrees warmer out there. Is there something you do when, you know, you start getting to June, you start getting into summertime, like do you have a Bay Area summer tradition? I don't know necessarily that it's a Bay Area summer tradition, but I think one thing that I picked up more so during the pandemic was just go on hikes mm. i mean the all throughout the bay area right there's so many beautiful parks and places where you can go in every single park that you visit to go on a hike it's almost a, a little micro uh climate in itself mm. and that's what's so beautiful about the about the bay area i mean i love redwood Re- regional obviously mm. that's probably one of my favorites um you know heights oh, there's just so many but that's that's sort of one of the things that um, that I do. And, and of course, trying to get in and, you know, once it gets to 75, for me, that's already way too hot. So <laughs> some sort of like a body of water, not like merit, please, if you're listening, don't do that. Uh, but yeah, a body of water. I think that's that's also my favorite. I don't know that I have um, a favorite necessarily um, in the Bay, but obviously people should take advantage of their local uh, public pools. I think it's just a such a great resource for kids. Obviously, all the pools offer uh, kids programming, but for adults too, Mills College, which is now Northwestern University, they they have the pool is opened now. It's open again for lap swim for adults every day, pretty much Monday through Saturday. So I think those are the two yeah, two yeah. things. Yeah, Northeastern, I think. Yeah, Northeastern. Um, yeah, uh, Gabe. Um, I here's my other new tradition I'm hoping to get started. I'm going to try to swim in the bay this summer. Uh, I'm going to try on a wetsuit this weekend. Like I'm getting I'm getting ready. Do you have a new tradition you'd like to get going uh, this summer? Oh my goodness. I I I fall back on the old ones, you know. My my summertime traditions are A's games, definitely. Um they're cheap. You get there by BART. Um, on Sunday, kids get to run around the bases in the afternoon. They're doing fireworks shows as usual um, this year. They're themed around Pixar, Star Wars, uh, Latin music, and they're doing a History of Hip Hop fireworks show oh. for the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Um, I also make a point to get down to Great America. Um, I just want to remind people uh, that, that it is still a magical, beautiful place. Um, it was recently announced that it's going to be closing in the next five to ten years. Um, but yeah, Great America is just a standby. I have to bring Advil now because the second loop on the demon really uh, does it to you. Uh, uh, those are my old traditions. I don't know new. You know, as far as new traditions, I, I just want to. After the last two or three years, I really just want to get out and get to more music, more theater, more yeah. you know, more things. Um, I've never been down to the San Jose Jazz Summerfest. And um, this year, that's got they've got uh, Patrice Russian, um, they've got the Bad Pless, they've got Marcus Miller. Um, that's in early August, and just uh, down there uh, on the downtown plaza, there it's, it just sounds great. Um, 
So I also, I have not been to a music festival since I had kids, which was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking about, there's a festival called the Reset Festival, which I swear to God, seems like it's exactly targeted at people who had kids 10 years ago. (laughs) Um, One of the headliners on one of the days is LCD Sound System. Let's listen in to uh, one of their newer songs, New Body Roomba. That is the band LCD Sound System. Broke up for a while. Now they're back. New body, Roomba, very popular in certain hipster quarters in the early 2000s. Um, what do you think about this uh, festival, Gabe? I mean, it's got uh, Boy Genius, which has you know Sophie Bridgers. It's got Steve Lacey, I know, which is a, a big... Uh, Steve Lacey, I feel like, is the patron saint of the KQED arts team. Um, <laughs> are you going to try and get down there? Um, I, I, I may, we'll see. I, it's funny, these festivals, you mentioned like it's a festival that is, seems marketed towards people who had kids 10 years ago. And, um, we see a lot of the, the when we were young festival, you know, is a, the biggest national version of that. Um, you know, there's also like people who are trying to attract Gen Z, uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, organizations and areas that typically don't classical music I'm thinking of in particular and there's a very uh, amusing uh, event happening at Davies Symphony Hall on July 29th it is Tchaikovsky meets Drake and it is literally a <laughs> mashup between the music of Tchaikovsky and the famous Canadian rapper Drake um, with the San Francisco Symphony um, uh, also, you know, in June, right down the street, Andre Nicotina, San Francisco icon, is doing his own, like, classical, you know, Nicotina music reimagined by a classical ensemble at the Herbst Theater. Um, so um, I I, I'm kind of fascinated by, by that phenomenon. Yeah, same. We're talking about things to do around the Bay Area this summer with Gabe Moline, senior editor of KQED Arts and Culture, and Azucena Rasilla, uh, arts and community reporter at Oakland Side. Going to be joined by more experts on what to do. We want to hear about your Bay Area summer traditions. Give us a call. The number is 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. The email is forum at kqed.org. Maybe you should tell me where I should go swimming in the Bay this summer. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Stay tuned for more right after the break. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. 
Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. We're talking about things to do around the Bay this summer with Azucena Aracilla, arts and community reporter at Oakland Side, and Gabe Moline, senior editor with KQED Arts and Culture. want to add Johnny Hayes, that is a.k.a. Johnny Funcheap, who's the founder of Funcheap SF and co-founder of Rush Ticks. Welcome, Johnny. Can you hear me, Johnny? Well, I'll tell you what a listener has to say first. Uh, One listener writes in to say, My aunts take me and my cousins to the International Gem and Jewelry Show in San Mateo in July. It's a convention hall of vendors selling sparkly beads, gemstones, and crystals, and all kinds of jewelry and accessories. We spend all day there and always walk away with something new. Um, are there, I, I love the idea of these tiny little shows. I oh, mean, that one actually sounds kind of big. Um, as you're saying, have you been to any of that kind of thing? Are there, uh, ones that you can think of in that realm? Um, God, now you caught me. I know. Sorry. I'm stumping you. Uh. <laughs> stumping me here. Yeah. Trying to, trying to look to think about that. No, I'm, I'm going to say no. Of that so kind of show. Either. Yeah. No, Johnny. Or Gabe. Hi there. Yes, I am here. Oh, Johnny. Hey, what's up, <laughs> Johnny? <about> <laughs> no I was muted and I am no longer muted. <laughs> um, talk to us a little bit about um, your your sort of specialty is the fun yeah. cheap thing. Yeah. So I run a website in San Francisco in the Bay Area called Fun Cheap. So mostly we focus on things to do that are either free or really affordable or a fantastic deal. It's sort of my life's passion. I came to San Francisco and was broke, unemployed, and bored, and uh, just started to put together a list of all the cool stuff to do in, in the Bay Area, and then un- unintentionally turned it into uh, a business, and I hope people like what, what we do, and oh, we get cool. a lot of great recommendations from people, so it's been really good to hear uh, other people's recommendations here, and you, you were talking about swimming. You want some swimming ideas for the oh, summer? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Well, I'm going to start with some bad news for you which is that there are a couple of very popular swimming locations that are actually going to be closed for Mm. the summer in 2023. One is Contra Loma Lagoon in Antioch that's closed all summer, unfortunately. And the Hamilton Pool in San Francisco uh, in the Fillmore is one of the only indoor pools, I think, in the Bay Area uh, that has water slides. And that (sighs) is closed for repairs. And I was really bummed to read that. Um, But... Now we can get to the good news, which is that starting on Memorial Day weekend is when a lot of the um, uh, the pools and the swimming areas open up. One that's opening up on Saturday is Don Castro Swim Lagoon. That's in Hayward. It's a chlorinated lagoon. It's open from May until September, and it's three bucks. And then probably one of my favorite places in the entire Bay Area for swimming is Spring Lake Water Park in Santa Rosa in Sonoma County. Uh, it is, again, it's a chlorinated uh, sw- spring-fed swimming lagoon, but they have an inflatable water park, like, kind of like, a, you know, uh, they've got floating huh. slides and climbing walls and bridges and balance beams, and it's open every year from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day. It's 10 bucks per person per, per person per session, and adults are okay, and anybody, kids six and over, as long as they're 42 inches tall, they wow. give you, there's a lifeguard, free life vests. And so that could be a really fun experience um, in Sonoma County this summer. Sounds awesome. Hey, Gabe, 
I think of you as the unofficial mayor of Santa Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> is this something you know about, or is this like even a hidden gem for people? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, the Spring Lake Swimming Lagoon uh, is, is legendary. I uh, learned how to swim there and uh, oh my at, gosh, right. at Ridgeway uh, Pool in Santa Rosa. Um, Johnny, you mentioned uh, indoor water slides. I think Mill Valley has an indoor pool mm. that, that has a water slide uh, as well. I went there once. Um, uh, and, and Alexis, I don't have any tips for uh, Bay Area swimming uh, for you, unfortunately. There's a lot of, like, in-the-know, hush-hush swimming holes all around mm-hmm. Sonoma County that I uh, cannot reveal on the radio because <laughs> I don't want to blow up the spot. Um, but uh, those are, you know, to find a local, gain their trust, and, and you know. And have them lead you to the yeah. promised land. <laughs> yeah, Now, definitely. if you want to get wet, but you don't want to go swimming, San Francisco is doing something kind of fun this summer. There's a there's a location called the Crossing at East Cut. It's where the old temporary Transbay Terminal used to be in south of Market. Oh yeah. And on June 10th, they're hosting what I think is the first ever city run um, water balloon toss competition. <laughs> so it's open. It's really big. It's got 200 adults and 100 kids. They're going to pair you with a partner. It's free, and they're going to have you know where you toss the water balloon. You oh, take yeah. a step back. They've got a separate competition for the kids and for the adults, and then the winner gets a $100 gift certificate. It's part of the East Cut Summer Block Party on uh, June 10th in San Francisco, so that way you can still have a lot of fun if it ever weather ever really warms up here in San Francisco. Oh, man, I love a water balloon toss. Although here on my block here, we have a block party in which we do an egg toss, which is sort of gross. But, you know, the stakes, you got to raise the stakes a little bit, you know. Um, let's uh, bring in Ryan in San Jose. Welcome. Hello. Um, yeah, so I am a, uh, a working parent. Uh, my wife and I, we have three kids in elementary school. And fortunately, during the summer, my boss lets me work more from home, and so then at about 1 o'clock, pack up the kids. We go to our community pool where we're members. There's lifeguards. They do otter pops every 45 minutes, <laughs> and they have Wi-Fi. So then I can work for two, three hours in the afternoon. The kids swim. If it's too hot, I can jump in and swim in between meetings. And it's just a lot of fun and a really nice rhythm for our family to sort of put school away and work a little bit slower pace. And then we're super excited to see Blackpink at Oracle Park this summer. Uh, we discovered them right of, like right at the end of 2019, and they got us through. They were your pandemic, pandemic. jam. Yes. And so when we did their, they did their live show um, that was broadcast around the world. We watched that. We streamed their Coachella show. And now everyone's super excited to go watch them in person at Oracle Park and eat all the delicious food there. We're super excited for that. Is that the kids' first concert? Uh, yes. Like it's big, big show. Oh, concert. man, that's fun. It is. I, I told them... That's not how it usually goes. You don't get to see your first concert as your first, like, real favorite band. But, (laughs) oh, well. Um, You know, I was just saying, I have to say, this actually sounds to me like an advertisement for San Jose, uh, (laughs) where you can actually go to the pool on on a Friday 
um, and you know, hang out with the kids. Do you have a family thing for the for the East Bay as an Oakland side person? Just you know, feel like kind of to to answer that this is sort of a San Jose special. As uh, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I think I had there's several actually family oriented. It's it's sort of fun for the parents and the kids. Uh, one event that happens every year that always catches my attention is Circus Bella. They do free shows in the park. It's just a, a group of, you know, theater clowns and, and, and whatnot. And, and they get together in different different parks uh, around Oakland and Richmond. And they do these free shows. They just, just show up, be here for the show, uh, enjoy it. So they are going to be, uh, let me, I, I knew that I was going to forget the, the dates, but they're going to be in Oakland on June 8th. In Richmond on June 18th, and then back in Oakland, July 13th and July 14th. So on the website, they sort of they're going to post exactly where where they're going to be is circusvela.org. Uh, that show is just really fun. It's just something free to do. You know, you you take your kids. So that's one. I of course got to shout out uh, Children's Fairyland. Right? They have oh, yeah. tons and tons and tons of activities all throughout the year. Um, I've been covering obviously Fairyland since the, since the pandemic, and there's a new executive director, Kimberly Miller. And one thing that she's really passionate about is uh, finding ways to make Fairyland more equitable, more accessible for families who you know might not be able to to afford getting into Fairyland. So they started a new initiative, Fairyland for All, where um, folks who cannot quite afford the mm. the entrance can mm-hmm. get in for five dollars and then they get you know after three visits then they get a year membership uh but all throughout i mean they have the summer sleepovers from june through august they have the book festival on june 3rd i mean if you go on the website they just have yeah. events all throughout and of course for grown-ups they they do have several uh fairyland for grown-ups events all throughout the year as well so cool also, the thing you love about Fairyland is that, like, it isn't too new. It's kind of like classic Coke, you know? And, it's, and in that way, Gabe, it kind of reminds me of Sonoma Train Town. You know, like, it, 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 this is a legacy classic experience. Yeah, Train Town is absolutely a place that I will drive a half hour to just to spend a couple hours at. Um, in addition to the train, they have a fantastic roller coaster that's <laughs> really short and uh, really does the trick. Got merry-go-rounds, carousels, uh, plane rides. It's a perfect place uh, to bring kids. Um, also up there, I think a good... Uh, kid activity is in fact transcendence theater company if you have a budding stage actor kid mm-hmm. um this these are uh, performances by broadway professionals in the open air of jack london state park in glen ellen those are really cool um also in the east bay for kids uh, there's the sandcastle contest at robert crown memorial state beach um this is you have got three hours to make the most epic sandcastle possible. Um, the whole thing's free. That's on June 10th, and um, also on our guide that was put together by Emma Silvers. Um, don't forget the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk um, oh, and yeah. their summer movies. Um, this year they're showing Selena, Minions, Shrek, Labyrinth, and of course the Lost Boys. Oh man, the Minions night going to be lit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a a pretty awesome theater company uh, that one of my friends um, runs called We Players, 
which sort of lets you do site-integrated theater. So you can go, their most recent thing was Adventures with Alice, which was sort of Alice in Wonderland in Golden Gate Park. Yeah. So, you know, other people are there, and you get to do all this stuff. And the, the, what they're doing this summer is at Cow Shakes in Orinda, and it's called The Keeper. I think that's uh, August 18th through the 27th. That's a really kind of amazing experience to be like watching an Alice in Wonderland interpretation as like people like run by and try and yeah. figure out what's yeah. going on. Those site-specific theaters were really, really great. Um, we're looking forward to um, the Oakland Theater Project. It's been doing uh, shows in the parking lot of Flax Art and Design in Oakland. Um, they're doing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf uh, in late May and June, the Edward Albee play. Most people know it from the movie with Liz Taylor and Richard Burton. Um, uh, the big one coming uh, to theaters uh, uh, this summer is the Soul Train musical. Uh, it's Ooh. called Hippest Trip. Um, Questlove is a producer. Um, this is definitely Broadway bound. Um, if you grew up watching Don Cornelius and Soul Train, um, like I did, uh, it's really, really going to be great. Um, it's interesting that it's you know having its world premiere in the Bay Area. We had Jay Payton here, you know, the host of Soul Is and the Jay Payton Show. Um, I love Soul Train, but I would love to see a Jay Payton musical <laughs> eventually at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, another big touring uh, show is Into the Woods, the Sondheim Classic, which is coming to the Curran uh, June 20th. Um, this is a touring Broadway production, and it actually has a lot of the original Broadway cast with it, um, this show that won six Tony Awards. Um, also down in Mountain View, uh, Steel Magnolias uh, is being put on by TheaterWorks Silicon Valley. Um, they're taking this classic story most people know from the movie. Um, it's got a black cast, and it's set in a southern salon. And also, speaking of movies uh, that theater people love, A Chorus Line. Um, the San Francisco Playhouse is doing that uh, starting June 22nd. Um, it's just one of the great pieces of theater about theater. That's cool. Um, let's add another voice into our discussion. Pete Crooks is a senior writer and editor at Diablo Magazine. Welcome. Hey, Peter, are you there? Okay, unmuted. Can there you we me? are. Just making sure we're still partially in the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> um, so to talk to me, um, we, uh, well, here, I'm going to have you talk to Pat in Marin. Hey, Pat. Welcome to the show. Pat Marin. It's Friday. It's Friday, everyone. Um, I will, uh, Pat, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. Let's talk swimming holes. That's what I wanted to talk to you uh, about here first. Do you have sort of great swimming spots in the sort of East East Bay, as I think of it? Absolutely. Um, the, uh, I was really enjoying the conversation you guys were having uh, just a minute ago. Um, but yeah, we're well represented in um, the East Bay. Uh, one place uh, for an indoor pool that's really worth knowing about is the Richmond Plunge. Mm. Um, it's a uh, 1920s building, um, warm water pool, and it was um, renovated, given a like head to toe, toe renovation. Uh, in 2010, so it's like uh, a brand new pool, and um, they have they're open seven days a week. You want to check their website um, with the city of Richmond uh, for what time to go because they have a very structured um, yeah. schedule of open <laughs> swimming and activities and adults only and kids only. But it is a spectacular pool, and it's right by the um, the coastline too. So just uh, a 
two minute drive and you can go check out the um, a really interesting uh, view of the Golden Gate Bridge and uh, and the whole San Francisco Bay. Um, Call Canyon uh, uh, Lagoon in um, Crow Canyon area in uh, Castro Valley, I'm sorry, is a, is a fantastic outdoor lagoon uh, with play area and um, just really uh, a beautiful, tranquil spot and great for kids. Um, the Sandcastle um, in Alameda, that Sandcastle building contest was mentioned, uh, but uh, the the lake um, at Tilden Park uh, as a swimming hole in the Oakland Hills is huh. is another spectacular, um, you know, outdoor uh, plunge. Um, yeah. So, you know, you uh, mentioned the uh, the Richmond Plunge, which is right. You know, it's in Point Richmond, basically. For people who who know, it's kind of like right right on the the bay. You kind of go through this tunnel, and then there's a little beach called Keller Beach. And it's one of the most beautiful uh, spots in the Bay. Super hidden gem level um, little beach. And that's actually where I got my desire to swim in the Bay. <laughs> because okay. when, yeah. when you go there, there's all these people who just arrive at the beach and you're just sitting there, you know, on like staring at the water. And they just put on their, you know, they take off their jackets and they just go right into the Bay. And you watch them swim out. And to me, it just looked like basically being a superhero you know it's an amazing yeah, amazing spot that is a beautiful spot um in the more su- suburban east bay um martinez has a very new aquatic center rankin aquatic center um that's a great uh day trip for for families with with young kids splash pools slides um and then uh, the city of san ramon has a giant olympic size pool and aquatic park uh, that's, um, you know, some serious swimmers out there. Um, but those are both great, uh, uh, public pools that, um, we have in the, uh, in the East Bay suburbs. That's so cool. We're talking about things to do around the Bay this summer. We've got Pete Crook, senior writer and editor at Diablo Magazine. We've got Gabe Moline, senior editor, KQD Arts and Culture, Azucena Racia, arts and community reporter with Oakland Side. And we've also been joined by Johnny Hayes, a.k.a. Johnny Fun Cheap. If you want to hear and know more about what's happening that doesn't cost a lot of money, go to funcheapsf.com. Thanks so much for joining us, Johnny. My pleasure. Yeah. Um, I got I got a lot of oh sorry I didn't mean to step on you just wanted to see if you want to hear about free summer concerts or free um movies. we've got to go to a break um oh, we're gonna sorry. hear uh <laughs> this is this uh, snarky puppy this is their song RLs they're gonna be live at Stern Grove on June 18th I'm Alexis Madrigal stay tuned for more right after the break. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com.
We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. We're talking about things to do around the Bay this summer. Joined by Pete Crook, senior writer and editor at Diablo Magazine, Gabe Maline, senior editor at KQED Arts and Culture, and Azucena Racia, arts and community reporter with Oakland Side. Earlier we were joined by Johnny Hayes, a.k.a. Johnny Fun Cheap. Uh, and we're about to bring on Lance Gardner, events producer with KQED. Welcome to the show, Lance. Good morning, Alexis. Um, so, Lance, we have a slate here at KQED that of live events over the summer. Do you want to give us give us the events? But what's sort of like the theory behind how we're doing these events? The theory behind our events is that we don't do what other people do. You know, we are a, a very um, broad and um, and and cultured organization that can bring lots of people in from different directions and do lots of interesting uh, things with them. So we try to, uh, we try to be uh, as, as, um, as journalistic as we can while having as much fun as we can. Yeah. So tell us about a couple uh, of the ones we have coming up. Like on June 20th, we've got Dating with Daya. Yeah, Yeah, Dating with Daya is a game show that we created. It's an original game show live on our stage. And this time around, we're celebrating Pride Month. So we bring people together uh, in a dating show format where we have three contestants who are outside of the space and one center of attention. The contestants vie for a date with the center of attention, and then we send them off to a restaurant that's chosen by uh, Cecilia Phillips of Check, Please! Bay mm-hmm. Area. Um, and after that, the audience can mingle in the lobby, and it's it's like a singles night, so oh, we're wow. hoping to connect people. Is it... Um is it funny because it's awkward, or is it funny because it's sweet, or oh, it's, it's both. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> it's it's funny because it's awkward for sure. Um, but our host Daya Lakshminarayan and makes sure that uh, that she has the reins and she does a little bit of roasting, uh, makes people feel comfortable, but uh, you know isn't afraid to make fun of them. That's great. Um, tell us about a, a couple others we got coming up. Sure. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, July 13th. We have something we're calling Curious Cocktails. This is going to be a cocktail night upstairs in our boardroom hosted by Olivia Allen Price, who is the the host and editor of Bay Curious. And folks will get to make cocktails. There'll be some lessons. There'll be some storytelling. Um, so that's something we haven't done before. Uh, we're also doing, I can't say the name of the restaurant, but we're doing a pop-up of, uh, of a restaurant here on site, uh, again, in our boardroom. And it'll be a very exclusive ticket where you'll get to eat something uh, that, uh, that is fresh, farm fresh, and um, the menu is designed just for us. Um, we've also cool. got uh, Alice Waters is going to be uh, joining us for an interview at the Herbst Theater. So we don't only do stuff here at 2601 Mariposa, but we uh, we also rent out spaces around the Bay Area. So a lot of really interesting things to be excited about. That's cool. Also, for those who don't know, the boardroom is a really beautiful space that kind of overlooks uh, a lot of the mission. It's a really fun, fun spot. Um, I want to bring in uh, Colin in Healdsburg. Welcome to the show. 
Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Tell, what's uh, what's your summer uh, pick here? Uh, so I work for a nonprofit in Healdsburg uh, called AV Film, and we're based around the community and education about filmmaking and media literacy. Hmm. So we have a lot of uh, free screenings as well as uh, summer camps. Oh, that's cool. And and it's uh, specifically like a summertime in the park kind of thing? Uh, it's all year round, but we uh, specifically, yeah, we have uh, uh, screenings in, in the park, but we're also building a three-screen theater, um, state-of-the-art one in uh, downtown Healdsburg. Oh, wow. That's awesome, Colin. Well, hey, thank you. Uh, that is a that is an excellent tip. Thanks so much for that. I um, we got a bunch of uh, comments coming in. Want to get to uh, at least some of them here. Um, Aphrodite, that's a nice uh, name. Writes there is a free concert every summer in Santa Rosa called the Railroad Square Music Fest. It's really amazing with great local bands. This year, it's June eleventh. From noon to evening, bottle rocks in my backyard, but those tickets are pretty pricey. We're very lucky in Sonoma County and the Bay Area to have lots of free music throughout the summer. Gay Maline, Mr. Santa Rosa, uh, <laughs> um, are you? Is Railroad Square one of your things on your summer calendar? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's uh, a half mile from my house. Um, it's yeah. also where Alfred Hitchcock filmed part of Shadow of a Doubt. Um, but the lineup just gets better and better every year, thanks to Josh Windmiller who books that festival. It's uh, it started as sort of like a folk bluegrass uh, Americana festival, and it's really spread out into a lot of different genres. Um, speaking of Healdsburg, there's also the Healdsburg Jazz Festival, um, which is just fantastic this year. Um, uh, the show that I'm definitely going to is there's a tribute to Pharaoh Sanders mm-hmm. um, with uh, Azar Lawrence and Gary Bartz, saxophone player who's 83 years old and who's still just completely amazing. Um, Healdsburg Jazz is great. There's a lot of other great jazz happening. Um, the Sun Ra Orchestra with Marshall Allen, who's 99, uh, is going to be at the SF Jazz Center on July 20th and through the 23rd. Um, this great uh, saxophone player, Isaiah Collier and the Chosen Few, is going to be at the Black Cat in San Francisco in June. Um, and uh, also, it's it's on the tail end of summer, but... Um, Azu mentioned the Art and Soul Festival. I saw Roy Ayers there one year, and it was outstanding, uh, mm. the vibraphone player Roy Ayers. He's going to be at Yoshi's in Oakland at the beginning of September. Um, so I do want to talk about one thing that's sort of a bummer, which is this could be the A's final season or one of the final seasons for the A's in Oakland. Um, if you've been out there, I mean, Gabe said you know it's one of the things he likes to do. Are, what's the sentiment? Does it still feel like a fun thing to do this summer? It, <laughs> you have five hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, you know, Azu goes to Ace Games a, a lot too, and um, maybe she can chime in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, I've been heartened by these, you know, sort of tailgate parties where you're throwing tomatoes at pictures of John Fisher. Um, this, like, you know, anti boycott that's coming up where they, you're supposed to flood the stands. Um, I think. At least it's become very, very obvious what the owner's motivations are and um, their, uh, you know, I just don't know how they can escape with their dignity intact after all of this. Um, I will always go to A's games no matter what, uh, no matter who owns them, no matter who's playing. Of course, it changes every year, Um, but uh, it is just a 
it, it is a fantastic experience. My controversial sports opinion is that the Oakland Coliseum is the greatest ballpark in America. <laughs> <laughs> and that been, is an extremely controversial opinion. I've been I've been to about twenty three of them uh, all around the country, and really, there's just there's no other ballpark like it. Um, these giant concrete circle ballparks are they're not around anymore. Uh, it's it, you know I think if we if we give it enough time. It will become retro and cool, um, and that's already starting with the last dive bar, uh, yeah. you know, sort of movement around it. But um, yeah, I don't know if, if Azu's been yeah. to a game lately, and uh, she could uh, talk about the atmosphere. Uh, you know, Gabe, I gotta say, I agree with you with that controversial opinion. I think the Coliseum <laughs> is the greatest ballpark there ever is, and there ever will be. I mean, you can't beat a. Obviously, all the fans that go for the right reasons to go watch um, the game and how fun it is. And you can't be just how easily accessible it is to get there. I mean, bar, bus, plenty of parking if, if you drive. You just, you don't have that. And, of course, like the tailgating parties. Oh, it's just, I just, I love, I love the Coliseum so much. Uh, with the A's, you know, another controversial opinion, I kind of hope that, you know, the, the Coliseum board kind of kicks them to the curb. I will say that. I don't think that they deserve to be playing at the Coliseum, um, given how, how they play the city, how they they did yeah. the, the fans. They just don't deserve to be here anymore. So, you know, if they're going to end up building in, in Las Vegas, then go play in Vegas now. Go find a, a smaller stadium to, to play while your big stadium is, is, is being built. I just don't think it's fair for the fans. Um, I will most likely go to games i mean i don't know that i will be as invested as a, as i was you know previous seasons but i mean of course i'm i'm always gonna love my oakland a's not the las vegas a's or whatever they turn out to be. <laughs> so you know that, yeah. that's my controversial opinion yeah 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 um one listener uh writes and say just moved to san francisco after graduating from uc berkeley last year and fun cheap sf we have johnny fun cheap on the line has been vital to me living here it's the first place i go to when i want to find something for me and my friends to do and it's been a great way for me to get involved with local events and meet new people so there you go. shout out for johnny fun cheap um uh another listener tweets uh family friendly fun is, uh, for all is back in full swing in Oakland, Chinatown at Lincoln Summer Nights. And you heard earlier, Ozzy Sana was talking about Circus Bella. They are going to be uh, doing a free performance there July 8th. Um, another listener writes, you know, 40 years ago, my husband and I began taking our four small children to Stern Grove on Sundays for wonderful music experiences, as well as to hear the exquisite performances at Opera in the Park. Fun, free, and lovely musical afternoons with delightful guests. And now we're taking our grandchildren. Um, another listener wanted to shout out the San Francisco Porch Fest in the Mission District in San Francisco. It's all ages. It's all genres. It is free as well. And I think that is running. I'm not exactly sure when that's running. But um, we, can, we can check back in on that. Um, let's go to uh, Monette in the Bay Area here. Hey, Monette. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to the Farm Fest that's happening at Full Belly Farm, which is in the beautiful Cape Valley, only a couple hours from San Francisco. It's a day-long event on June 17th. It's um, it's uh, hosted by a, a nonprofit called Slow Money, who's and uh, Bay Area Green Tours, and the whole day is uh, on the farm, farm tours, 
learning about regenerative agriculture and organic farming and meeting entrepreneurs who are in the food and agricultural business, mm-hmm. uh, people who are starting up and um, there's a catered lunch and uh, speakers, special speakers about a program called the Real Organic Project. So if you're into um, organic food farming and regenerative agriculture, this is a place to be on June 17th in uh, Full Belly Farm. Oh, that's awesome. Also, Full Belly Farm, an amazing farm in and of itself. Uh, and Just a, a great produce. You can see them around town, um, too, so that's wonderful. That's June 17th in the Cape Valley. Um, I was hoping we'd get more... Um, you know, tomato festivals or things about, uh, you know, garlic or, or something. It's, it's fascinating because they're all around us. Um, there are these amazing agricultural areas. I mean, Pete Crooks at, at Diablo, how do you guys end up covering, you know, the sort of uh, the, the outlying farms and wineries and all, all that stuff that goes along with the Bay Area? Well, we've got a, um, a really regularly uh, scheduled content in every issue. We have a, a big chunk of the magazine devoted to food, whether it's restaurant, new restaurant openings, uh, a guide to, you know, classic venues that are still made it through the pandemic and still going strong. Mm-hmm. And then um, our uh, weekly A-list uh, mm-hmm. newsletter that goes out to uh, like 30,000 subscribers around the East Bay that um, is very up to date with uh, happenings at farmers markets and at local farms. And so, um, you know, you can get uh, content about um, the East Bay food scene in, in all of those um, sections uh, in every issue of the monthly magazine, as well as the website and newsletter. A few more comments. Jesus writes in to say, my wife, my two and a half year old daughter and I started a small family tradition last summer of visiting regional state and national parks in and near the Bay. Me being from Mexico, my wife from Santa Barbara and my daughter being new to the world. Everything is new to us around here. I love that. Jesus. Um, Why don't we go uh, around the horn here and let's start with you, Gabe. Um, Last thing that you would say, just like one one thing this summer that if you know someone who's new to the bay what's the thing they could do that would be like okay now i'm in the bay um on july 15th at yerba buena gardens they do the yerba buena gardens music festival um uh new york legend joe batan and la Doña from the mission district are performing a free show outside right in yerba buena gardens um it is just fantastic that's uh july 15th uh, and joe batan is uh, just an incredible latin music legend from new york Absolutely. um the vibe is wonderful it's free um go 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 yeah uh lance gardner events producer with kqed what's your like one thing for someone new to the bay they'd be like okay now i'm here yeah, I'm going to stick with Latin music. We're hosting NPR's Alt Latino here. Mm. We've got uh, Marinero, who's going to be performing and giving an interview. And then we're going to have a dance party with Chulita Vinyl Club. So if you're new to the Bay Area, that's a, a great intro. And you can check out everything that we have coming up at kqed.org slash live. That's beautiful. Uh, Johnny Funcheap, what's the, the, the most Bay Area thing you can think of for a new person to do? My goodness, there's so much stuff. The the one that I think is really kind of fun is at the Chabot Space and Science Center. Uh, it's about 1,500 feet above the bay in the Oakland Hills. They don't have a free day like a lot of museums do, but they do have free telescope viewing parties every Friday and Saturday night if the weather's permitting. But the cool thing about doing it in the summer 
is that there's much clearer skies in the summer in Oakland, especially July and August. You get 90% clear nights. So I think that's a great way to spend a summer evening that's completely free and gaze over the entire bay. And it's true. You go up to that place and you're just like all the families of the Bay Area, every type of family, ages, everything. It's a, a that's a great that's a great call. Um, Azusena, how about you? You know, I have to kind of shout me out and talk about Culture Makers really quick. Culture Makers is the quarterly event that Oakland Side puts together. I'm the host. So every every quarter, the next one is happening June 22nd. We bring the best culture makers, literally shakers and makers of Oakland doing great things in the town. So if you're new to Oakland and, and you want to get to know, you know, who is making noise in Oakland, like that's obviously the event to go to. And in June, the, the one coming up in June, we're highlighting Oakland youth, youth, you know, sports, activism, uh, gun violence prevention, you Oakland youth that are making a difference and obviously kids who are the, the future of the town. Are you going to have state champion Oakland Tech basketball players there? You know it. <laughs> just uh, just checking. Um, and uh, Pete Crooks, um, how about you? Last uh, last thing you'd shout out. Well, I, I'm such an Oakland A's fan, too, so it just uh, warmed my heart to hear the sort of uh, support that everybody on on uh, the show today uh, throws out for the A's, despite all the uh, the heartbreak that we're going through. I just I, I noticed that every Tuesday night from now on, you can bring your dog to the game. Um, it's Bark at the Park, and there's some uh, some good matchups coming on. The Yankees, Braves, and Tampa Bay Rays are on Tuesdays. And uh, just a reminder that with these you know sparsely attended games, you've got a better chance than ever of catching a foul ball. And if you ever caught a foul ball at a at a baseball game, it's like the greatest feeling greatest ever experience so yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome um we have been talking about things to do around the bay this summer we've been joined by pete crooks senior writer and editor at diablo magazine lance gardner events producer with kqed johnny hayes aka johnny fun cheap who's the founder of funcheapsf.com and co-founder of rush ticks Adesana Rasia, arts and community reporter with Oakland Side, and Gabe Maline, senior editor with KQED Arts and Culture. Last couple of comments. Charlotte writes in to say, if you want to learn about open water swimming, which I do, Norm Huntsey, a local water engineer, has founded a group swim off Keller Beach for 20 plus years. That's in Point Richmond. Very active group. He organizes large open water swims. Another listener shouts out the Silliman Center in Newark, which is their favorite indoor water park. This Hour of Forum is produced by Blanca Torres, Jennifer Ng, Juan Carlos Lara, Lakshmi Sarah, and Grace Juan. Marlena Jackson Rotondo is our engagement producer. Judy Campbell's lead producer. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Christopher Beal, and Brandon Willard. Our interns are Lulu Ralda and Jericho Reininger. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tovin Lindsay, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. You've been listening to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Stay tuned for another hour ahead with Grace Wan. Let loose and set your body free. Leave your situations at the door. So when you step inside, jump on the floor. Let's get it Funds for the production of KQED's Forum are provided by the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, the Germanicos Foundation, and the Heising Simons Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. 
Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.